You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome back to the show. We're getting down to the business end of the Australian Open. The quarterfinals get underway today. Two matches on the men's side, two matches on the women's side. As always, Brett Phillips, SEN tennis expert, joins us. Hello, BP. Good morning, Jules, from uh, Tennis Paradise. Uh, what a day, 29 degrees. Beautiful. Couldn't get any better. It's been pretty good weather for the tournament, hasn't it? No real extreme heat and not much rain. No, no. A few little showers last week, but it seems like a distant memory the yeah. first week. Yeah, it's all a bit of a blur, Jules, but no, <laughs> no, uh, no 46 degree days. Remember that day when it was oh. uh, 46 and they stopped play? A yep. guy from Blaz uh, uh, Kavcic, I think it was from Slovenia or Slovakia, they had to wheel him out of show court three on a stretcher with the, the drip there, and he, play, he was playing James Duckworth. It was the most extraordinary day. The, the wet bulb uh, reading didn't, wasn't quite on enough that day. <laughs> it blew up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, before we look ahead to today, BP, we're just saying before we played some uh, from audio from a, a media conference, uh, one of the great stories developing uh, has been Diana Yastremska so far this tournament mm. qualifier. And just hearing her speak and, you know, how difficult it has been as a Ukrainian the last few years not being able to get home, it's an amazing effort to, to make the quarterfinals and the fact there's two Ukrainian women that have made quarterfinals. Yeah, well, absolutely. Um, and like Svitolina, unfortunately, you know, did the back uh, yesterday and could have been uh, yep. a third. But, yeah, look, certainly Yastremska, uh, look, she was emerging a few years ago. She actually shot up to 21 in the world. This is pre-COVID. Uh, she was playing a lot of good tennis. And, yeah, she was um, a real bright prospect. And then, yeah, COVID came. And then she was actually, I think it was 2021, she was actually suspended for about seven months for a doping violation. She was later cleared of that. Um, but, you know, that, that was ob- that obviously really set her back. Um, and her ranking dipped significantly. In the last three years, she hasn't been able to really recover that ranking uh, back to where she spiked to. So, hence, she was, yeah, top seeding qualities here, just outside the top 100. But we've always known the talent if she could somehow work her way back. And, yeah, look, a great effort to get through. Um, not sure if you caught her coach um, uh, yesterday, who was, um, you know, they mic'd up, obviously mic'd yes. in the coach's box area, and he was passionate, riding every single shot. And, yeah, she found a way to beat Victoria Azarenka, which is not an easy thing to do. I mean, Vika at 34 is just a fierce competitor. You've got to do a lot right to get past her. But, yeah, Yastremska, it's nice to see her sort of emerging back. Um, and, obviously, there's yeah, a hell of a lot going on. I think, you know, she made the comment that was only, what, a handful of weeks ago that her grandmother's house yeah. was bombed in Ukraine, hasn't been able to get home. Um, yeah, and obviously, like Svitolina and a few others, Kostyuk, they've been very outspoken um, about the war situation. And so either Yastremska or 
Oscar is going to be a semi-finalist, which yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and look, both, uh, they've got a lot of talent. I mean, Linda's yeah, good young Czech player. They've just got a great history of producing good players. The Czech Republic, that little country of nine million people, where it's yes. you know it's, it's uh, pretty cold for um, you know chunks of the year, and uh, but they keep producing uh, really good players. So yeah, she gets a little pass through with uh, Svitolina. Um, the back just totally seizing up three games in yesterday. But yeah, she made a final of Adelaide about a year ago and got herself up to about forty in the world, and she sort of consolidated about there. But we didn't quite expect to see maybe uh, the Grand Slam breakthrough at this stage. Uh, but I like uh, the uh, I like the player at the bottom end of that draw last night. Final match on mm, RLA. Dominant. Uh, Wen Jung of China. She is probably the best placed on that side of the draw and the most upside of all those players remaining. Jewel, she's going to be a star. She'll be top 10. Uh, she's got some presence about her, inspired by Lee Na, yes. who was playing in the Legends doubles. They got to meet. And, yeah, she's, um, she's the real deal. Just speaking of the Czechs, who's been your favourite Czech tennis player over the years? Well, certainly to interview, I'd say Petra Kvitova. What yeah. an absolute uh, darling of the sport, to be honest. Petra, who's obviously announced she's pregnant and uh, like many um, many of the female players the last few years, so whether we see her back and, you know, she won those couple of Wimbledons. I just love watching the lefties. I mean, when she was on, uh, her game style was just all-out firepower. So when she's on, she's on. Um, when she's not, she's missing a bit. She can go uh, go away from her pretty quickly matches, but just a delight. Um, you know, really genuine person. Her and Ash Barty had a great rapport when Barty played on the tour. Uh, everyone's favourite in the locker room, and I think she may have. Oh, gee, I think she may have dated Radek Stepanek. Well, Radek Stepanek dated everyone in Czech tennis. Um, <laughs> he's out here, dated the, everyone in tennis, did not he? Yeah, the, the worm. He's out here playing in the Legends doubles. <laughs> um, he was what, married briefly to Nicole Vida Sava. Oh, it's an interesting story, Radek Stepanek. I think my favourite was a lefty too, the old scissor kick, Peter Corder. Yes, yeah, nineteen ninety-eight. Yes, ninety-eight or ninety-nine. Was it Marcelo Rios? Was Open. it Rios? Did he beat? Was it in yeah, the final? I reckon you're right. Mm. Yeah, yeah. What a family. What, what a family the quarters. But yeah. uh, Peter was, um, yeah, he had the interesting haircut and the scissor kick, and he was just a bit different. He was different. Yep, absolutely. Hey, just getting on to today's action, we spoke to uh, Steve Huss uh, in the first hour. I put the question to him. Obviously, Novak is the favourite amongst most, given his record, and, and why not? And he still believes that is the case. But on form, we've seen so far in the tournament, should be all boy Carlos Alcaraz be the favourite for the title right now? Ooh, it's fascinating, isn't it? Um, look, last night was just a clinic he put on. Great for the Melbourne crowd to really appreciate what this guy is uh, doing up close and personal. Uh, he's already won the two majors, so he's got the credentials. He's uh, not the next gen. He is uh, right now. He's doing incredible things. Playing great tennis, uh, no doubt. He he would love another opportunity to play Djokovic and to beat him at a place where Novak has been invincible. Yes, he's beaten him on the grass at Wimbledon, but to beat him here at Melbourne Park uh, and disrupt uh, the, the incredible record would be an amazing feat. I mean, Sinner is you know probably the one who's cruised through in terms of you know not dropping a set, uh, but you don't play perfect tennis for the whole seven matches in two weeks. But Alcaraz, the player, is to me ahead of Sinner. Um, so yeah, I don't know if he's favourite. I, I, to me, I mean Novak. You know, he's going to have to do something extraordinarily wrong to, to lose this tournament. Uh, but Elkarez is the one who I think can really, um, you know, get in his wheelhouse and just just make life really uncomfortable. And he plays every shot 
Carlos Alcaraz. It's just a brilliant brand of tennis to watch. We're really privileged. Best chance of an upset in the men's quarterfinals today. Is it Taylor Fritz against Djokovic or is it Andre Rublev versus Yannick Sinner? Hmm. Fritz, um, yeah, 8-0. Oh, I just don't know if he can go the distance with uh, Djokovic. Rublev's burning to win a quarter. Zero and nine in quarterfinals. I, I can't tip either of them to win. <laughs> I, I just can't see it. I cannot see it. I think Sinner's just playing stand and deliver tennis. He's timing it beautifully. Crunching balls. His net play is outstanding. Um, and Rublev might be a little spent after, you know, Demon or Randy Mraggett on uh, Sunday night. Um yeah, Fritz, I mean, look, the only thing, I mean, 29 degrees during the day, you know, could he just at least take the first set and make it interesting? I mean, if, if Novak gets away to a good start, he's just such a good yep. front runner. So Fritz has got to come out of the blocks at a million miles an hour today just to make it interesting and see what happens. And expecting Coco Goff and Sabalenka to win quite comfortably today? Uh, Coco, uh, yes. Yeah, I think she's done enough to suggest that you know Marta Kostiuk, um, you know, shouldn't present too much of an issue. Uh, I'm worried about Sabalenka tonight. I think Krachikova is um, so well accomplished and done a great job to get to uh, the top ten in singles, and and she's such a beautiful all-court player with what she's done in doubles. So I think she'll give you know, if she's allowed to, if she's got some time on the ball. That's what Sabalenka takes away. She takes away that time. Uh, if she does have some time, you know, she can send balls into lots of different areas of the court. She plays the drop shot well. She can slice really well. You know, she's quite crafty um, with her angles. So she could disrupt the uh, rhythm, no doubt, of uh, Sabalenka, who, you know, beyond the Australian Open uh, last year, certainly got the yips at the back end of the yeah. uh, the other three majors where she didn't execute. So that that's one that I'd be a little worried about tonight. Plenty of nominations off the 40 Wings Temper BP before I let you go for the best check. A lot of nominations for the man that used to have the sawdust in the pocket, Ivan Lendl. Oh, Ivan. Yeah, I love watching the old highlights of uh, Ivan. Um, he, he wasn't smiling back then, and I still haven't seen him smile now. Speaking of that, just That's quickly, why does Goran Ivanisovic look so stressed every point Novak plays? You know why? Because... He, he's six love, six love, when, one love up. Yeah, when, when they... <laughs> <laughs> when they debrief, when they debrief, and he's got to you know keep his job, he's got to try and give Novak something to think about. <laughs> I think he's just got to sitting there going, well, "What do I do? Your forehand is perfect, your backhand is perfect, your volley perfect, do everything. What what am I here for?" So I think you know, he's a bit stressed. He might not be wanted. Easy, um, easiest you know, coaching the, job in the world. Yeah, like coaching Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> yeah, very entertaining, uh, Goran, in a, in a press conference. So they do wheel out the coaches now a bit, which is good. And, yeah, he, uh, he's <laughs> it's an interesting job to have because you cop the wrath of Djokovic, but then you're trying to find little ways to improve him and there's not much to improve. There's not. Uh, BP, thanks for your time. We'll chat again tomorrow. Thank you. Thank you, Jules. Brett Phillips, SEN Tennis Expert.